All right, here we go. Let's do this. My name's Mike Jimenez. This is the Alamo City Sportscast coming at you from San Antonio, Texas. Happy Friday, everybody. Joe Garcia producing today's show. What's going on, Joe? Nothing, man. Hey, we all had a great day the other day, man. Me and you. Yeah. Stoutenhouse. We were at the Stoutenhouse. I, I am, I've sobered up a bit. Yeah, I'm, that, I think that, I was still drunk. Great. <laughs> no, the, the thing is, is that how often do you get to celebrate your favorite baseball team winning a World Series? Astros fans got to do it twice. Uh, as a as a Texas Rangers fan, a big one growing up, okay, not as much over the years because they broke my heart a decade ago. Uh, but it was fun to see, man. It was fun to see. I saw a TikTok today, this morning, of a thank you to, to Rangers fans, and it showed Juan Gonzalez, Julio Franco, Rafael Palmero. Nolan Ryan, all these guys Jeez, from the man. 90s. And it was talking about how long it took for them to actually win. I saw this thing yesterday on Twitter where it was saying that every single professional sports franchise in the state of Texas has won a title except for the Houston Texans. Who? <laughs> Cowboys obviously have won rings. The Spurs, the Mavericks, the Rockets, even the Dallas Stars won a title yeah and now we gotta go ahead and include the texas rangers have won something though. astros rangers rangers yeah and that's Spurs. it man that's it hey we're live right now on youtube again we start at 10 30 we go about an hour hour and 15 minutes yeah. if you want to take part like subscribe leave us comments so many people reaching out in fact matt larima already coming at me saying do not say anything negative about jeremy sohan okay well, well he did <laughs> enter the chat he did enter the chat he did reply to a thread of mine on Twitter. So obviously he monitors what's going on and I respect it. I respect it. It wasn't a burner account. It wasn't Kevin Durant type of burner account. It was him coming out and commenting on what was being said it about was him. me. I am he, you know, you know what, <laughs> dude, if I have to be the bulletin board material to get Jeremy Sohan going, so be it. You're welcome. Spurs fans. You're welcome. But, man, we have a lot to get into. We've got to talk about the Spurs. Wemby just balled out yesterday. Welcome to the NBA, Victor Wembanyama, And the, the league has been put on notice. They saw. And today, this morning, turning on ESPN and hearing Stephen A. Smith and Greeny and all the guys on SportsCenter come out and say, oh, my God, this guy is good. Man, fuck Stephen A. Smith, bro. You know what? That guy flip-flops so fucking much. No, no. The, the ass, one man. that can kiss our ass is Shaq, who came out and said oh, that, that Wemby is basically bull-bull. Shut yeah. the hell up. You know up. who else likes to talk shit a lot? Who's that? The guy that they name you after. Oh, Skip Bayless? Skip Bayless, dude. Yeah. Uh, he's a bandwagon, bro. He's, he said he was in the Spurs fan. Because they were losing. He wasn't a Cowboys fan because <laughs> they keep losing. He has a love-hate relationship yeah, like bro. I do with Greg Popovich. With him, man. Nobody listens. Does anybody listen to him anymore? I don't think dude, so. Dude, they get big ratings, dude. How? ESPN's dying, man. How? It's dying. Pat McAfee's trying to save the whole thing. No, Fox Sports does a pretty decent job, man. They, they, they have a pretty decent lineup, man. It, it rivals ESPN. I would even say that it's superior to ESPN in some respects, in a lot of respects. But do you know what is awful? The Bally Sports app, because oh, last man. night when I was watching the game, could I get it on the app on my TV? No. <laughs> I don't know. Could I get it on my laptop? No. Could I get it on my cell phone? Yes. So here I am last night in bed with the charger on, 
just watching the game like this. It was, my hand and my arm were cramping because I'm trying to watch the game on a cell phone. Ridiculous. It felt I like I don't a- know, man. I didn't have any problems. I watched the Bally. I use Bally Sports, right? The right. Bally Sports app. I have it on this other TV in the back. All the smart TVs here in the studio. This TV that I have upstairs, me and the wife watch TV on. I was able to watch the game without incident. Yeah. You know, Pudo Pincha Spurs comes out and says Skip Bayless is dying without Shannon Sharp. Dude, Shannon Sharp is dying without Skip Bayless. He calls he calls Stephen A. Smith Skip half Skip. the time. Skip. Skip. <laughs> Skip. I'm like, look, Unc, Tim, you got your glasses on? Tim reaches out <laughs> and says Mike and Joe need to save ESPN. Nah, man. You know what? You know what's even worse than watching Skip Bayless? Jim Rome. <laughs> I didn't even know that brother. Dude, was still I, alive, I, man. I, I, I don't want to hear Jim Rome's name. Uh, he's in my old time slot over at San Antonio Sports Star. I know, I know that, and it's 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 difficult to listen to Jim, oh, yeah. Jim Rome. Uh, I mean, they had Paul Feinbaum on that station for many, many years, and that was even worse to listen to. But lots to get into. We'll be talking about the Spurs' big win last night, back to back victories in the Valley of the Sun against the Phoenix Suns. We're going to talk about the fact that the Dallas Cowboys have a chance this Sunday to take control of the NFC. Respect the star. Take control <laughs> of the NFC. It is that good. I'm wearing my LSU dad shirt. Lots of good college football games this weekend. Uh, LSU and Bama. Yeah. Let's talk about some college football. Uh, we're going to get into the fact that Jeremy Sohan entered the chat. I think that's going to be kind of fun. Uh, entertainment news. Um, Al Pacino gonna have to stroke a check because he hooked up with a 20 something year old how does that even happen man does like we're talking about before we came out you know on on the show today yeah how does that shit still work bro he's like 80 something years old does he he doesn't take a pill one pill and it fixes everything he has to take like the. do you know what he does you know what he does half the bottle of viagra he has to give his pecker the any given sunday speech (laughs) oh god you know just get it get it all turned on you know you can do this you know that was it's a that game. The, of, it's it's a game of inches. Wasn't that Literally. the stupidest speech ever, <laughs> dude? It was dumb. Any given Sunday is one of the dumbest sports movies I have ever seen. Because it's just and, a and so many people come at me like, "No, oh, man, that's a great movie." First of all, there was a lot to like when it came to the actual football scenes. Right? You had Jamie Foxx as Willie Beeman. You yeah. know, you had Dennis Quaid as the as the quarterback. There was a lot to like. LL Cool J. Lot to like about that movie. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz was a nugget. <laughs> but overall, Al Pacino as a head coach of a football team. Didn't believe it. Was unbelievable. Yeah, and, and I'm saying unbelievable in a bad way. Yeah. You yeah. know what was better, man? The replacements. You know what? I saw the replacements for the first time last year, and I really liked it. It wasn't a bad movie. Yeah, dude. that's the Keanu Reeves, yeah, Gene Hackman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Let's talk about the Spurs last night because the Spurs, wow. Uh, raise your hand. Remember the first game that they played against the Suns earlier this week? It was like, raise your hand if you stayed awake the entire time. If you watched the game <laughs> for the four, 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 four quarters. Because most people woke up and were like, what, we won? Last night's game was, when is Phoenix going to make this run? Because the Spurs came out. Guns a-blazing. 
Big lead. They got up to what, 27 points at some 27 point? 27 points, and Devin Booker was in the game. And Booker was playing. Exactly. Yeah. That's a very good point. So they, they were pretty much healthy right there. Yeah, no excuses. Vassell goes out with an injury in the second quarter. He played very well in the first half. Growing tightness. That's odd. Bro. Yeah, that was that was a little bit odd. And then there was a little scary moment with Trey Jones, but uh, Trey Jones came back into the Dude, game. Dude, Trey Jones got bodied by an expert, Drew Eubanks, bro. Yeah, Eubanks lowered the shoulder, man. He, yeah, exactly, He lowered the boom man. on him. That should have been a technical foul. Uh, borderline. I, I, I see where you're going with that. I see where you're going with that. But he lowered his shoulder. Trey Jones got hurt for a while, came back, had a really good game. Sohan looked amazing in the first quarter. Trey Jones looked amazing the rest of the way. Lots of great performances. But the thing about this is this. The Spurs have their number one scorer in Devin Vassell out of the game. Still with a big lead. Phoenix started to chip away towards the end of the third quarter. The bottom fell out, four and a half minutes to go in the game. Spurs and Suns are suddenly tied because of Akita Bates-Diop three-pointer. Man, Akita Bates-Diop, <laughs> man, he was lighting it up, bro. How many former Spurs were going up against us, man? I bet you every time he hit a shot, he was looking at him like, Look at up, look at a pop. Y'all motherfuckers got rid of me, you know? <laughs> look at up, look at a pop. But the thing about it is this, is that what we saw last night was Victor Wembanyama's show that he has that Kobe Bryant Mamba mentality. He's got I, that DNA. Inject that shit into my veins, dude. Man. Okay, so I was talking to, uh, well, I, I saw I saw a report years, uh, I don't know, six, seven, eight months ago, about Victor Wembanyama, and they were talking about his personality. And a lot of times, people were saying, "Well, man, you know, Pop is going to sit him, you know, is going to load manage him, and all that stuff." And I was like, "No, he's not going to." The reason why he's not going to load manage him. And have him miss a, a ton of games, yeah, is because Wemby has that Kobe fire of you are not going to sit my ass down. Now we'll see what's going on because the Spurs are going to play three games in four nights this week, starting on Sunday. But Wemby has that personal desire of I am going to beat you. And yesterday was the first time that the Spurs actually ran the offense through him. And it had it took Vassell going down for, for an injury for that to happen. And Wemby put the team on his shoulders and carried this team to a victory on the offensive side of the ball, the defensive side of the ball, a career-high 38 points, only the second player in NBA history to have a 35-10 and 10 game. Well, at that age. At that at, age? At 19. The other person, Kevin Durant who he was up against. And you see him against Kevin Durant. A lot of people describe Victor Wembanyama as the next coming of Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant offensively, but you know somebody else defensively, a David Robinson defensively, Hakeem Olajuwon yeah, yeah. defensively, a Ralph Sampson defensively. But offensively, they say he's a lot like Kevin Durant. There's a lot of Kevin Durant in him. Runs the break better than Durant. But did you see them at the free throw line? You know, they're, they're lining up on, uh, on the blocks right there, and he is towering over Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, who's 6'11", 7 feet tall, yep. towering over him. Wemby yesterday showed that all of the national media who's been giving him crap and saying that he's a bust or that he's a uh, hype, yeah. just they ate it. middle finger Fifth game of the year, 38 points, a double-double, carried the team to a victory. There's nobody, There's no, no one can say anything anymore. You know, Shaq can't say anything. Kendrick Perkins and all of those guys can't say crap anymore 
Because you know what? This guy is doing things that we haven't seen since Shaq, that we haven't seen since Kevin Durant, that we haven't seen since Tim Duncan and David Robinson. Victor Wembanyama is going to be an all-star this year. And in the past, what, 20 years? It's been like, what, two? Yeah. And yeah as yeah. a rookie, Blake Griffin was the last one like 12 years ago. And then he had Le- uh, LeBron James. This is a special talent. This is a generational talent. And we're finally seeing it. And it took Vassell's injury to kind of make that happen. I got to tell you something, man. One of the things that I observed yesterday during this game is when the, when the game got close, sons, we're going to make a run. You know, they're going to make a run. And they did. And they tied the game. And then coach pop immediately said, calls the timeout. Let's put Victor Wembeyama in. Let's sit down booty crumbs over there. Zach Collins. And let's try to win this shit. Yeah. You know, so Pop made the right call. He put in Victor and Victor came out. I got to tell you, man, the kid came out, didn't even look rattled. He looked calm. Like, you know, it's all good, baby. We got this. I'm going to come back and I'm going to make us win, you know? And the thing that I liked about Victor is that he learned something yesterday. I don't know if Spurs fans noticed this, but one thing that Victor, like the switch went on and I saw that moment. He was at the, on the, in the court, in the game, he was at the top of the, the free throw line. And he noticed that I don't got to wait for the Suns to come up there and start guarding me. Yeah. I'm going to beat them. So he got the ball and immediately he shot it and well, he made it. They started they doing, doing that. They started doing pick and rolls for him, but the pick and rolls were happening outside the three point arc. Yeah. Which, you know, if you're going to body him up, you can't body him up from 28 feet away. So it, it kind of goes away from that. Uh, let's take a look at some of the um, stats from yesterday's game. Victor Wembanyama again, 38 points, 10 rebounds, two blocks. Did it on 15 of 26 shooting. Knocked down three of six from three. But it was a collective team effort. Zach Collins, seven for ten. Three out of three. Knocked down all three three-pointers. Dude had a, man- a fantastic game yesterday. Uh, Jeremy Sohan. Seven for 13, also had nine assists, 14 points, nine assists. Zach Collins with 19 points. Keldon Johnson was the only one that struggled. He only had seven points, but, you know, Wemby had 38. Vassell had 17 minutes and only one half, uh, 17 points in one half. But let's talk about Trey Jones. 12 points, 10 assists. And he almost got knocked the fuck out, you know, and he came back. But here's the thing. Sohan played good yesterday. When they let him play defense. He played good. He had some really good passes. He was showing better court vision in the first quarter. He had a block and everything in crunch time. But a lot of what he did well yesterday was off ball playing like a forward. Now, he did have some good passes. So as a point guard, per se, if we're going to use the phrase point guard, he did a little bit better today, or last night, rather. But Trey Jones played better. And... I'm not someone said earlier, I think it was Matt Lerma on our YouTube chat saying, don't say anything bad about Sohan. I'm not saying anything bad about Sohan, but we see the pattern growing even more because last night Spurs won by 11 points, right? Yeah. 11. I go back to plus minus. Who had the best plus minus on the Spurs last night? Victor Wembanyama. 21. Plus 21. Who had the second best? That's actually going to be Devin Vassell. Oh, no, it wasn't Devin Vassell. It was Trey Jones. Trey Jones. The Spurs outscored the Suns by 19 
when Trey Jones was on the court. What was the plus minus for Jeremy Sohan yesterday? Jeremy Sohan's plus minus was zero. Zero. And for a lot of the game, it was actually negative. So it's weird because we see flashes from Jeremy Sohan of improvement at the point guard position, the point forward, whatever you're going to call him. He showed better awareness. He was bringing the ball up faster than before. That was my big complaint earlier this week was that the transition offense is so much better with Trey Jones because he's pushing the ball up the court because yeah. he's a true point guard. He's pushing the tempo. Yep. And, and, and he's pushing it also defensively as well. You know, he, he's, he's trying to poke balls away and things like that. Sohan played a lot better yesterday at point guard. He played a lot better at point guard yesterday. So I will give him a B-plus for last night's game. The problem is, is that Trey Jones was an A-minus, A-plus. So even though Sohan played so much better, Trey Jones is off his is out of his mind right now playing. And the Spurs hum offensively when Trey Jones is out there. And I don't want to hear this crap about, well, it's because he plays what gets the backups. Dude, that's the stupidest argument ever. <laughs> the starters play together the first five minutes of the game, and then subs come in, and it's three starters, two subs, and whatnot. Because when I saw Trey Jones balling out, Devin Booker was on the court. I saw him balling out with Kevin Durant on the court. Yeah. So I don't hear this crap about, well, look at Anthony Trey L. Jones is playing with the, the backups. This is funny to me, too, because I saw the same thing. Durant and Booker kept smiling, thinking they were going to come back and win. Because they when they tied yeah. the game, they were like, yeah, we yeah, got they, this. They, they the we swagger. got this. Yeah, 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 you know. They had the swagger. But then what happens? You have uh, Victor Wembanyama go out there and just dominate from from there on out man maybe he, the smiles upset Wemby um Wemby was demanding the ball I'm gonna go back to Kobe we got ourselves a killer we got ourselves an assassin in Victor Wembanyama. he wants the ball he yep. wants the ball down the he stretch does. he is asking for it demanding it give it to me here and the way that he gets the ball it's not in the same places okay sometimes he wants to bring it up sometimes he wants to catch the ball on the block sometimes at the free throw line, sometimes on the wing. The guy can do everything, and he's only going to get better. Yesterday proved that Victor Wembanyama can dominate at the NBA level. Oh, yeah, no doubt. At the no NBA doubt. level. And he's 19 years old, and he's ours. Now, going back to Jeremy Sohan, he did uh, comment on one of the threads that uh, – one of the uh, Twitter threads that I had out there and I was kind of surprised actually I woke up this morning with little heart palpitations that uh, he was responding to it uh but it was a debate as to whether or not Trey Jones should be the starter or not and he took some exception to it and it wasn't so much to me yeah it was one of our listeners that he was giving crap to because he was like yeah uh you know let me see here uh I I put down there was a tweet that I put down incredible comeback win for the Spurs last night best plus minus was Trey Jones plus 13 in 24 minutes is the sample size large enough now? And that's the one that he responded to. That's the one he responded to. Um, but I like the fact that he responds. I like the fact that he takes exception to things. It was the Drew Show giving him crap. One of our listeners. Yeah, yeah. Giving him crap on my thread. And Sohan comes up and says, keep talking, bro. Keep talking, bro. Dude, again, 
These are young guys. They're impressionable. They love social media. They're addicted to social media. Man. It is what it is. So are we. I like the fact that he responded, and I like the fact that he is getting better. Do I want him to be the starting point guard of this team? No, but I want him on this team. When you saw Jeremy Sohan, first quarter, had like three or four excellent passes, got early assists early on, had nine for the day. But when he was playing his best was in the second and third quarter, and I wasn't watching him play point guard there. He was actually playing off ball. He was attacking the rim. He was getting dishes from Victor Wembanyama. Vassell was catching him. Dude, he played better when he was playing his natural position. So, yeah, he had nine assists, but I don't think that he was playing point guard. He was just bringing the ball up. And he a lot was, of, and he was giving the ball immediately to Trey Jones. Immediately to Trey, yep. immediately to Victor, immediately to Devin. He was just bringing the ball up. He wasn't playing point guard, but he did so well. Did so well. GM97 says, Jimenez keeps forgetting the team is, uh, the team is developing, not just to get wins. How can Sam improve if he doesn't play? It, that that's not it, man. I, I, what I, what I'm saying is, is that you don't have to play somebody out of position if you have somebody already on the roster who can do a fantastic job at that position. That's what I'm saying. Why experiment when the experiment may not be needed? Is what I'm saying. Yeah. And what I don't want is this for, to be a throwaway a throwaway season. Do you think Victor Wembanyama wants this to be a rebuilding year? Do you think that the number one overall draft pick, who's considered to be the best prospect since LeBron James. Do you think he wants to throw away his rookie season? Not at all. No. Not he wants all. to win. And do you know how you get that team to win? It's not by putting Sohan on the bench. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that I don't want Sohan to play or that he should be the eighth or ninth man on the team. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is that stick him to his position. Yeah. Put him back at the four or put him at the three. That's where he was thriving in that fourth quarter in crunch time yesterday. Right. Yeah. So somebody needs to go to the bench, and it probably Keldon. Hey, man. Zach. I wouldn't mind that. Because I want to see Trey Jones out there with Devin Vassell. Yeah. I want to see Victor Webanyama out there with Jeremy Sohan. And I want to see, let's just say, Keldon out there uh, uh, throwing it out there. See, so you, you have a bunch of shooters out there. Or if you want to put Keldon off the bench and you have Zach Collins go out there and have a bigger presence defensively, I'm okay with that too. Sohan deserves to start. I want Sohan to play 30 minutes per game, okay? I'm not saying that he sucks. He's getting better, but I want him to get better at what he's good at already. Yeah, look at Joshua Jimenez. He says, since we know Sohan is watching, why don't you play like the legend that wore the great 10 jersey before? Dennis Rodman, Ewing, Avery Johnson. <laughs> That's a very good point because we want him to be Rodman. We don't want him to be Avery Johnson. Exactly, dude. He's because out there to go ahead and play defense. He's man. bringing the ball up the court and then dishing it off. Now, a lot of the assists that he had early on were long distance passes, which was great because it was transition ball. But when it comes to running a break, I don't trust Jeremy Sohan to run a three on two fast break. I don't. I want him to be on the wing. I want him to be on the left or the right to finish that fast break. I don't want him being in the middle trying to make the decision to either go up for the layup or go left or right. I want him to finish the layup, finish the dunk. I want him to do that. Look at man, Chris Leha, dude. Collins is ass on defense. He played better yesterday, he, though. He played better, but no 19 lies points, detected, man. 19 points, 3 of 3 from 3. 
I mean, he played a lot better, and he actually had some defensive plays yesterday. I will agree, Collins did play like ass defensively the first four games of the season, but not last night. Oh, I like this question here. We're going to see a lineup change if Devin Vassell is out. And someone had asked earlier if Devin Vassell should be known as being injury prone because Devin Vassell missed oh, so much time man, I don't know, last dude. year. Groin injuries, he might miss a couple of games, man. He might miss a couple of games. So then who comes in? I actually liked watching Trey Jones and Jeremy Sohan on the court together. They don't play a lot together. But yesterday, they did spend some time on the floor. Yes, they did. And they seem to play well off of each other. I don't mind seeing it. I don't mind seeing it. Spurs are taking on the Toronto Raptors. Sunday at the Frostbank Center. It's going to be an early start. It's going to be a 2.30 tip-off, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the uh, Spurs can do themselves a favor by beating the Raptors in two ways. Uh, one is you get the win, right? Spurs right now are 3-2. and 3-2. Two. Three and two. That's a great record right now. They're 3-2. and two. Baby Spurs, too. Baby Spurs. Yeah. If they beat Toronto and the Spurs should beat Toronto, I think they should beat Toronto, they can go 4-2. and two. And even better, if they beat Toronto and Toronto drops to two and four, you know the Spurs have their draft pick next year. Yeah, they do. They that they do, man. It is top six protected. So if it falls seven and beyond, the Spurs get their first round draft pick next year as part of the Yaka Portal trade from a couple of years back. Yeah. And who's missing Yaka Portal right now, man? No one is. Yeah. Zach Collins is doing what Yaka Portal used to do. And he's making three-pointers to boot. Hey, man, I'm not saying nothing bad about Yakov. I'm glad that he's still in the league and he's playing. He's balling, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it was one of those tough decisions that needed to be made. But trust me when I say this. There's other tough decisions that are going to have to be made in order for this team to really get to where they need to be to be a contender. Yeah. So Spurs fans need to prepare for that as we keep telling them. C.B. Osman, uh, Spurs fans are starting to really like this guy. And I get it. I get it. CD is shitty. Sh how is it? Well, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I mispronounced Sohan as well. Yeah. But uh, lots of comments coming in. Again, you can you can follow us on YouTube as well. And this show is not dated, man. Because if you want to watch us at twelve o'clock, two o'clock, four o'clock, six o'clock on the way home, we're available not only on YouTube but also on all the major podcast platforms from iHeart app to Spotify to Apple Play and Google, all of that stuff. You can check us out Look and share. By, by the way, if you're listening right now, if you're watching us right now, go onto your social media, share this video, share this live stream, and tell people to listen to us. Yeah, man. If you like what we're doing, man, we've appreciated it. Would really appreciate it. If you could go ahead and, and give us some love, man. Hit that like button. That's right. Spernandez. You know? Spernandez reached out to us on YouTube. Man, I was in the house. It was so electric. Spernandez. Uh, of course, the cameras caught him the last minute of the game <laughs> as he's holding up a Wemby jersey, jersey, Mets 92, the yeah. Mets 92 jersey, just holding it up in the air. I'm like, dude, I, I swear. I'm a no one, everywhere. Dude. No one gets on camera more than that guy. They, the camera fucking loves Semper him, bro. Semper Fi, They always find him, bro. Every Semper Fi, our favorite Marine, man. Represent Photo Exit 7, brother. John J. High School, UT Longhorns. Now in the United States Marines in San Diego. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of the show. You hosted last week. Got me drunk off my ass. Yeah. Hey, man. I saw, him. I saw him and there was another Spurs fan in attendance, too. And they kind of the camera went to them. 
and the other guy was being so fucking petty. He was waving by because <laughs> the they were, I guess they were leaving, you know, yeah. they were going clearing already, clearing the arena. And he was saying bye to them. <laughs> Charlie Hernandez is asking the question, where are we drinking this weekend, boys? That's a, we already have the answer. Our good buddy from San Antonio Sports Pledge. Star, James Pledger, wants to go out. He's actually working the event at Twin Peaks 151. Yeah. Right uh, around the corner. Right around me. the corner. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to watch the Cowboys game someplace, right? Yeah. Well, I already warned him. I said, Pledge, I'm going to be out there. I said, I'm going to pull up. We can get litty, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take it easy, dude. I'll just drink beer. And I, That's I, what you say. That's what you say. That's true. And then it went after, like, a, uh, hey, man, you want some some Crown and Coke? You'd be like, fuck it. They have, <laughs> they have, they have no karaoke there. Because when you, oh, you and I were at, at the uh, – Stout house watching the Rangers win the World Series. We had fun, man. We got all excited. We, we were about to leave, and they're like, karaoke night starting. And I'm like, what? Hold my beer. Yeah. Hey, man, we had some drinks, bro. We we were we we're doing some damage. It was good. It was we good. We some damage. Hey, man, I got to say, the, the Crown and Coke, you know, that was going down good. Well, it was the special. I mean, yeah, that was the drink special for the night. So they got to make it happen. Hey, man. And then they had the karaoke, man. And, 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 you know, I go ahead and commend anyone who gets who's brave enough to get that mic and go up there and start singing. Even if I'm doing the Humpty Dance? Even if you're doing Humpty <laughs> Dance. <laughs> we got video of that, but that's from Mike's private collection. Yeah, I was doing the uh, Spernandez <laughs> dance uh, in my oh, yeah. seat, the, the boxing. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't post that one, but no, that was funny. Was good times, bro. Good times. Very, very cool, man. Hey, lots going on over here. Thank you to all the people who are reaching out to us on on YouTube. It's funny because uh, we see them in real time, and it's like post, 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 post. Like we can't even read them all. There's so many coming in. Uh, Spurs again, three games in four nights beginning 2.30 on Sunday. I might need to go that game, man. I might need to go 2.30 on Sunday. Well, you it's know a what? mad name. I'll I do this. Be, I could be home by 6. I'll do this. I got an extra ticket to the game. You want to be my uh, plus one? Oh, uh, dude, I'd love to. Plus one. Love to. I'll take you to the game, dude. It starts at 2.30. After the game, we'll tell Pledge this. Hold tight. We're coming. Oh, that's right. That's also the game. That's Oh, wow. Cowboy fans, which ones are you going to do? Are you going to watch the Cowboys-Eagles? Or are you going to go to the Frost Bank Center? Go frost yourself. Three games and four nights for the Spurs. Again, they play 2.30 on Sunday against the uh, Raptors. Then they have a uh, road game against the Indiana Pacers and then another road game against the New York Knicks. Three games and four nights. Uh, early starts, man. So we've been watching the Phoenix games at like 9 o'clock at night, right? <laughs> so these these games like uh, Monday against Indiana and Wednesday against the uh, New York Knicks, those are 6 o'clock and 6.30 starts. The game against the Knicks his first game, Wemby's first game at Madison Square Garden. Going to be on ESPN. What Tim asked you, bro. Did the lady in the green pants show Did the lady up? in the green pants show no. up? Like, no. <laughs> Come on. No. I would have brought it up, okay? <laughs> I would have brought it up. Hey, there no. was a lady that we that was really nice to us. What was her? I forgot her name. She was an older lady. She was doing karaoke. She was really cool, man. Yeah, she, Sweet was, lady. she was really cool. Dude, she had, a, she had some pipes, dude. No, she did, man. She Sweet could old sing. Lady, man. She could sing. Yeah. Very, very nice, man. Uh, lots going on over here. Let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys because they're going to try to take control of the NFC. I mean, if they go and beat the Eagles on Sunday, Joe, would you consider them to be the best team in the NFC? I think at that time, if they go ahead and beat the Eagles, man, you got to really give yourself 
time to process if, if that's what really happens. I mean, like, you more, like Morpheus, your head. like Morpheus yes. to Neo, are you starting to believe <laughs> you at gotta, that point? You got to scratch your head and be like, is this Cowboys team better than the Eagles? Well, here's the thing. They're playing at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. Eagles favored by only three. You get three points for being the home team. That means that Vegas believes that on a neutral field, these two teams are equal to each other. We've seen Dak Prescott play so well the past couple of games. And he's airing it out. That's the thing. Cowboys coming in at five and two. Eagles at seven and one. The Cowboys need to win this one to go ahead and stay in contention with the Eagles. Because like you said, if the Eagles win this one, it's game over, bro. I wonder what the Cowboys are doing to like practice against the brotherly shove that the Eagles <laughs> do on third and one and fourth oh and one. My God. Or they do they they do at the uh at the uh goal line. By the way, let's take a look at, at what the Eagles do. Hey, can I give a quick shout out, man? Matt sure. Lerma's over here. He's just uh, <clears throat> one to let everybody know that the Puro Network is going to have their first meetup of the year, and they're going to be at the Black Lab uh, Brewing Company at 1602 East Houston Street from 5 to 8.30 p.m. on Saturday. I'll Very try cool. to make it there, man, because I'm going to be celebrating my daughter's birthday, but I don't know when we're taking her out to eat. I don't know if we're going today after I get out of work right. or are we going on Saturday. She's in. She's the boss, man. She's coming back, you yeah. know, for the weekend because it's her birthday. Shout out to my daughter. Uh, her name is Sarah. She happy turned birthday. 20. 20 today. The big 2-0. Happy birthday. Yeah. Very, very cool. And I still, every day I wake up in the morning and then she laughs at me on my on my dresser. I have the picture the day she was born. When I'm holding her in my arms, I took a picture of her and that's the picture that I have on my mantle. Uh, being, there. being a girl dad special, man. Yeah. And she's like, dad. You have a shrine built to me. I'm like, because <laughs> I have a lot of pictures of me and her. Yeah. I'm like, well, you're, own, you're the only baby girl I got. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Love being a girl dad. We're talking about the Eagles and Cowboys. Um, the Eagles have this thing where they let teams hang around. They played the Patriots in week one, only won by five. They played the Vikings week two, only won by six. Week four against the Washington Commanders, it went into overtime. They had a close game against the Rams. They lost a one-possession game to Zach Wilson and the Jets. And then last weekend, taking on the Washington Commanders, it was a tough game. Eagles won, but it was 38-31. Meantime, the Cowboys Eagles were behind on that one. They were behind mo most of the yeah. time. Meantime, the Cowboys come out, and again, I like using the phrase, the phrase guns a-blazing because 43 points against the Rams in their last game. Look at Chris Gonzalez. Fly Eagle flies. No, don't bring me that pendejada right there. But Hell the, with the Eagles, man. Pinche lechuzas cagas. If the Eagles win this game, division over. It'll be yeah, no. It'll much, be the dude. first week of November, and unless Jalen Hurts gets injured, it's over. It's over. Which means the Cowboys would have to go and and be the number five or six seed. Which means they're going to go on the road to start the playoffs more than likely against either the Saints or the Atlanta Falcons. This is a playoff game for the Dallas Cowboys. It is, this, is, this is a playoff game. It's going to be a playoff atmosphere. Cowboys, Eagles, you know how rowdy those Philly fans are. You think they're going to start throwing batteries like they used to back in the day? Santa ain't going to be there, man. They used to have freaking socks, bro, and they used to fill them with batteries. Swing them around and throw them at the mm -hmm. opposing 
team, you know, that was there, whether it be Cowboys fans or whoever. Yeah. They would throw batteries and all sorts of shit hey, on the man. field, man. When I was in high school band, man, you know, I'd go to Southwest High School. And they used to throw rocks at us. You know, they used to rock man. the bus. <laughs> Freaking Philly fans, bro. They were throwing beers that were closed to Cowboys fans. And they showed a video as yeah. they were walking into the, the, the stadium. Hey. And they were wearing Cowboys gear. You're getting a, th- a beer thrown at you. Hey, can't take the heat. Stay, out the, stay right. out the kitchen, baby. Stay out the kitchen. But that's how classy Philly fans are, bro. <laughs> Dude, Cowboy fans aren't classy. What are you talking about? You make it sound like. Hey, man, we're not Dude, you throwing go, beers You go to Jerry people. World and there's fights going on hey, all that's over the place. Diff- that's different. That's in the stadium. That's, that's like if you're going to a family barbecue. You're not going to get in a disagreement with family? At a family barbecue, you're not going to throw, throw fists? <laughs> Come on, man. We're rasa, bro. Hey, we got uh, somebody who wants to call in. Uh, Jeff Garcia is asking to jump on board. I called him earlier before the show to say, hey, Jeff, let's make this happen. Well, I'll go ahead and call the brother up. All right, Jeff Garcia from Lockdown Spurs, Ken's 5. Don't forget to subscribe to him at Jeff G Spurs Zone. You know what? Fuck it. Let's go ahead and play his his intro. His Let's little, do it. His little segment. Let's do it. Locked on Spurs is your daily Spurs podcast hosted by Jeff Garcia, the lead Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Jeff has a healthy plethora of guests all the time on the Locked on Spurs podcast. You can also follow Jeff on threads at Jeff G Ken's 5 SA. You can also follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. So make sure you go ahead and give Jeff a follow not only on threads and twitter but also on youtube at youtube.com forward slash at locked on spurs this is where you're going to be able to find the replay of the locked on spurs podcast make sure to like subscribe and share you can also follow jeff garcia at 1919 his favorite bar over in southtown that's also where you can find hey man don't be giving out his secret little hideout (laughs) you don't want the you don't want he don't want the peeps pulling up to him oh oh man he likes those fancy drinks but i like him too what's going on jeff garcia from locked on spurs and ken's five what's going on my man what's going on dude what are y'all talking about right now drinks and i missed that part oh no we were talking about where we could find you you know so we have that promo spot saying you could find him here you could find him there and i said you could also find him at 1919 on the occasional night pretty much pretty much i pretty much have like a i should just camp out there put a tent up so about Wemby, huh what a game dude Wemby, 38 points you know he's gonna be one of the few uh spurs who went ahead and accomplished such a feat as a rookie you know, the other ones, I believe, was it was Tim Duncan, and we had David Robinson as well. Yeah, so as a rookie for the Spurs, and then also as a 19-year-old uh, going for 35 and 10, it was uh, Wemby and Kevin Durant. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, 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 that's a rare class of elite players right there. So, you know, you know, the first thing that came to my mind after the game was over and, you know, we, you know the dust settled was, should we not knee-jerk? Should we not need jerk yet? No, we need you know, jerk hard. You know, because uh, sure, he had a phenomenal game. Tip your cap to him. Way to go, Wemby. But my next phase for him and his development is can he sustain this? Because the first few games prior to the second Phoenix game, what do we see? Quietness, 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 fourth quarter explosion. Same thing. Third period one through three, fourth quarter explodes. Yesterday's game, it was consistent through each period. So now I want to see if he's going to carry that moving forward. And I think he will. I think he will. He looked like – was it just me? He looked like a totally different player last night. He figured some things out, Jeff. You know yeah. what? One of the things I was going to ask you to see if you noticed the same thing. It was there in, in the fourth quarter where Pop finally went ahead and subbed in uh, Wembeyama for Collins. 
And immediately when they went to Jer to, to uh, Victor Wembyama, he figured something out. He's like, you know what? I don't got to wait for this, the opposing team, you know, the Suns, to go ahead and start playing defense on me. I can beat them if I just keep on if I just shoot the ball real quick. And he started doing that, and he was scoring. He had like I think three shots in a row. One of those was a three pointer, which was amazing. He was running up the court, stopped mm -hmm. on a dime, pulled up, boom, money. You know? Yeah, yeah. That that, that confidence was oozing yesterday, and also the intangibles too. For example, Jimenez. I don't know if you caught this. Every time he did a spectacular play, it pumped up the bench. He had. Oh yeah. You had Devontae Graham just like hanging all over Mamu, you know, because he was bewildered. You had Kelly Johnson exiting the court and just mumbling to himself, "Who's going to stop him? Who's going to stop him?" Yeah, that, uh, and then you also you also saw this like Wimby was actually getting into players' faces. He was talking with them a lot more. Yeah, more gotta so mix it than, up. Yeah, more so than we've seen so far. Uh, so inside outside game on the on the offensive and defensively just being a pass being that havoc yeah hey mike was going to yeah. ask you something jeff hey uh, talking to jeff garcia from cans five and locked on spurs you and i had discussed this in the, in the past about how we had, we had seen these reports about victor webinyama about how he was very kobe when it came to his mentality mm -hmm. that he likes to force the issue that he wants the ball down the stretch how impressed were you to see him the last four minutes of the game say, I want the ball, offense runs through me, and just basically dominate from there on out? My first thought was, finally, that's the Wimbiyama that we all expected. That's the one that was supposed to be that from the jump, game one of the NBA season. Okay, well, you know what? It didn't start, you know, it didn't happen until last night versus Phoenix, but nevertheless, I, I think that's just a sign not only to the Spurs roster, the coaching staff, that, you know, you can go ahead and start feeding him more in the pain. Maybe he got comfortable. Maybe he had a light switch go off just in his fifth game of his pro career. And, uh, you know, and the way we go. Also, too, I also like the reverse, that the players, just, they kept on feeding him. You saw Keldon also doing this, arcing the ball up towards him. Not a chest pass, not a bounce pass, arcing it to him in the paint. And speaking of the paint, he meant is, did you notice that he was caught, Wimby was calling for the paint? Yeah, uh, the ball in the paint more often. He said, "Give me the rock. I'm yeah. ready." <laughs> yeah, you saw that more versus, and you know what I like too. Then he stayed in the paint. He didn't grab the ball in the paint and then walk back out to the perimeter, walk back out to the three line, and he went for it. So, yeah, I, I think this is a good stepping stone. I want to see him continue this for Toronto, uh, then the, another road trip coming up, Indiana and New York. Uh, the bright lights of the Big Apple, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how he could, but a great, great game, phenomenal game. Uh, I, I, I couldn't be prouder. I, I, I think it put the league on notice. Well, the you know what? I had made something for you, Jeff. I'm going to go ahead and share it real quick. Sorry, Mike, but I got to do this real quick, man. I, I made you a new graphic, Jeff. I don't know if you could see it, but I got oh, rid okay. of the let me, other one. Let me check it out. Hang on. Let and this see. one's a little bit more professional. I told the guys, I saw, I told the peeps. We got to move away hey, from the top hat and the that. plane and the steak. And I want to make it look more pro. So I, I like that picture of you when you were doing that, uh, that That's video fine. of, of Wembyama before the season started. Man, I'm mocking the Vegeta, the Majin Vegeta. Exactly. Thing. The Majin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. So I went ahead and did that. So just to let you know, you come out and make an appearance. Wait, 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 wait. Does, does, does Jimenez know what the M stands for? I don't so think it stands for Michael. Yeah, Michael. That's, that's for Michael. <laughs> <laughs> You try to get it, man, but my boy, he was quick with it. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. No, it, it was so much fun watching the game last night. And my favorite part of it all 
was there were a handful of plays where they were feeding Wemby at the free throw line. Mm-hmm. And he was turning around, and it's like he had the vision of the entire court because he's so tall. And 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 it, he was finding people. He was very he was being unselfish. It was a weird thing where it was, yeah, he shot more than 20, 20 shots, right? Mm-hmm. But was unselfish in doing so. Yeah. Because he would yeah. find the guy. He was he wasn't forcing shots up. And now Wemby averages over 20 points per game. Mm-hmm. Now Wemby looks like I know we're five games in. But it looks like if he can stay north of 20 points per game, you can guarantee he's going to be an all-star. He's elite. He might yeah. even be voted in. Oh, no doubt he's going to be voted yeah. in this oh, season. I mean, look, I mean look, look at him. It's just the NBA is just pushing Wemby in everybody's face. How, how, uh, much, how much does Jeff Garcia's vote count if he's going to go for Wemby for the man, all-star you know what? You know what? The only vote I have within the league is uh, I have a media vote for the NBA 2K League. So baby steps, guys. <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> man. So then, then next would be the NBA. You got to tell him, Jeff. Do you know who I am? <laughs> I know, right? So, Jeff, uh, is uh, Spurs Twitter going to be out next or next week when I have my first varsity game of the year? You got to drop the Addy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, notice I didn't put down where. I know. <laughs> I didn't because people are asking, what game are you going to be at? We'll, we'll want to go. And I'm oh like, oh my god! I'm like, no, no dude, don't do, don't do it. Jimenez. You know who's gonna don't be there, bro? And all the raza, me, Christopher Leja, Chicana Fuerte, well, Bear County Social it, Affair. It, it's it's in the south side of San Antonio. This game, hey, maybe. Jeff can show oh, up, man. I'm doing it. I, I, I definitely, if it's in the south side near me, then for sure, it's an SAISD game. You gotta let me know, dude. That, that way, you can go varsity. ahead and call one of the local print shops and get the big old head of you, <laughs> mate. The big one with the face, the cara, where you're drinking the beer. Like when you're kissing the beer, yeah, I'll just have that in the crowd. I got three middle school games this weekend, though. So, look at look at them all out. You're already calling you out. Yeah, yeah drop I, the I, Addy, you coward. <laughs> you know, you know, I don't want to take away Jimenez's shine here from getting heckled, but you know, I'm digging deeper into Wimby's stats here, and and you look at what he did in that fourth quarter. Uh, in a six minute twenty one span, he went three for three, and to end the end the game. From the field, one for one from the field, you know, went to the free throw line four times, made three of them. I mean, my goodness, uh, you know, that's clutch. That's a very clutch type of player right there. Uh, and also, too, collectively, guys, the Spurs just popped Phoenix in the mouth to start the game and to end the game. Mm-hmm. They, went the, they ended the game with a 12 nothing run. They started the game with uh, what I believe probably was like a 10, I think, Joe, was it like a 10, 12? That was a 12 0 run that they did in the last 245. Yeah, in the last 245, they did a 12-0 run. But to start the game, they did like a I'm thinking, I think it was like an 8-0 run or a 10-0 run and really put Phoenix on their heels. And this is a Phoenix team, guys, that had Durant and Booker in uniform. So they it's not like they were not fully powered. That right. their excuse. You no, know, no, no. But and then here's the thing too, they also maintained that flow without Devin Vassell in the second half. I thought losing Vassell. Uh, heading into the um, the third and the fourth would really, really put a hamper on things. Like, oh, my God, who's going to be that second option? Guess what? Collectively, they were the second option. You had Doug McDermott coming in with <laughs> timely threes when the score was tied at 116. Uh, you, you you had uh, Osmond come in and nail just clutch shots. So, wow. I mean, this is I mean, this is a boost of confidence. I don't know what. Hey, Jeff, you got a, got a heckler here, man. And no, he's not heckling you. He's just saying, you dude. say you sound so serious is what he's saying. Why so serious? <laughs> you know, it's like, it was a serious win last night. 
Hey, uh, Jeff, let's talk about uh, plus minus because uh, I like two two stats this year, plus minus and effective field goal percentages. Um, Trey Jones plus 19 yesterday. It happened again. Mm-hmm. Even the game where the Spurs lost by 40, his plus minus that game was zero. Hey, at least it wasn't negative. Yeah. Yeah, I the, think I think he's nothing but been a plus, right? For uh, almost every single game. Plus for all four, for four of the games and a zero for one. So, I, I, so he has not had a negative plus minus at all this year. And I mean, it goes back with that whole thing about Sohan at, at running the point. I mean, Trey Jones runs it better. And the numbers don't lie, he minutes. In what respect? Yeah. I, I, I think I think they're just I think they're just worried about who's gonna run the gun, run the team coming off that bench. Because do you want a an, an fairly inexperienced point point guard, Sohan coming off the bench, uh, where maybe the wheels could fall off, you know, and they lose a lead or the lead gets bigger on them? Or do you want somebody running that second unit that can maintain leads or keep the team competitive? Dude, I'm looking at Keldon going to the bench, dude. I'm looking at Keldon being that guy. You know, Keldon bringing the the the, the points off the bench. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. thinking a lineup of because I don't I don't want Sohan to be the one that's benched because yesterday we saw Trey Jones and Sohan play together. They look good, and, and they looked good together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hadn't seen that because it was like one was subbing out for the other more often than not. But we saw a lot of them together last night, and I liked what I saw when they were both out there. Uh, Sohan has better vision. His vision is getting mm-hmm. better. He had nine assists, but he doesn't r- run fast breaks, dude. He doesn't play transition offense. He just brings the ball up, mm-hmm. and, that, and that's what Trey Jones is doing. Trey Jones is forcing the issue in a positive way. Uh, but again, yeah. the Spurs have three games in four nights. Toronto, 2.30 on Sunday. Then they have Indiana. Then they go to Madison Square Garden for a game that's going to be nationally televised on ESPN. How big of a circus do you think it's going to be with New York? Oh, because you have been, you've lived in New York for many, many years. What mm-hmm. do you think it's going to be like there in New York when Wemby comes to town? It's going to be mob city. I mean, I think it's just the the, uh, the conference room, the media conference room is so tiny, you know, in uh, MSG. So I think that'll be filled to the brim. And especially if he's continuing playing this hot hand that he has, let's just say he goes out against Toronto and drops another big game, uh, and then he heads into uh, New York on that kind of high play. Yeah, I mean the the whole world will descend on him. I mean, just look at today. You know, on uh, I think it was on ABC, uh, Adam Silver showed up to talk about Wimby. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, he, he he. It's all about him. Let me so, go ahead. Let me show you something real fast. Uh, I'm I'm on SeatGeek uh, right now. And I'm pretending that I'm a fan of the New York Knicks. Okay. The cheap seats right now. Yeah. So, for example, tonight, in-season tournament game between the Knicks and Bucks. Actually, that's at the Bucks. Okay. Uh, at Madison Square Garden against the Clippers next week. You can get cheap seats for 114 bucks. That's, that's cheap cool. for the Garden, man. Yeah. Cheap seats. That's cheap. Yeah, that's cheap for the Garden. Exactly. Uh, it's probably without the fees, but oh, add, yeah, we'll add to yeah. it. The Hornets can come in. You can get, you can go for $109. You know, you can watch uh, the Knicks play the Suns for 150. And those are the but the, but the but the most expensive game this month at Madison Square Garden is against the Spurs. Oh, no doubt, dude. The Wemby yeah. effect. For sure. How much it is against the Spurs? Uh, 239. Okay. Is what they're asking wow. for. And that is for section wow. 226. 
up there. For those and- of y'all living in New York, just go outside. The scalpers there will sell it cheap. <laughs> but, but are they legit? <laughs> exactly. No, I, I bought I bought uh, scalp tickets before yeah, the I Yankee have, Stadium. Mm-hmm. They're, they're legit. Talking to Jeff yeah. Garcia from Lockdown Spurs, Ken's Five. You know, we've talked about the Spurs. We've talked about the Cowboys. Uh, this weekend, we've got some college football. I'm going for LSU over Alabama. That's the big game for me. UTSA still undefeated. And conference play. Dude, Jeff Trailer says they're undefeated. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with what Jeff Trailer says. He's he's referring to conference play, bro. And that's all that matters, though. Because there are three teams yeah, right now. Yeah, but I'm in, just saying overall, man, if you want to get technical. Yeah, so if you're a UTSA fan, you want to watch them play tomorrow, you gotta drive out to Denton because they're taking on North Texas. Uh UTSA, as I said, is undefeated right now in the AAC, along with Tulane and SMU. It looks more and more like that game. The day after Thanksgiving, Tulane, UTSA in New Orleans is going to determine, I think, who's going to win this particular conference. Yeah, and let's not forget Longhorns play uh, tomorrow. They start, at, they start off early at 11 o'clock against the Kansas State Wildcats, who are 6-2. and two. I know. They're, they're, they're nationally ranked. I think they're 24, 25. 25. 25, yeah. So that's going to be a big game. Lots of good games. Yeah. You know, Michigan's going to cheat their way to a win again. <laughs> who, who are they playing this <laughs> the, week, the, man? The, 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 I mean, Michigan <laughs> – you know, Michigan's right number two in the nation right now. But their they ain't playing ske- nobody their, their with the damn. Their strength of schedule is number 111. Dude, they ain't like playing that. nobody, bro. They, nobody. Dude, it's all just. Who do they play stupid. tomorrow? Oh, they're playing Purdue. Yeah, Purdue is like a two and six record. <laughs> Purdue's coach was out there saying, yeah, we know they've been scouting us. We, we, we've, we know that we have video evidence of them bringing their people over to our side of the field. They're, they're, bro, they don't got to worry, man. The Houston Astros <laughs> of college football, your Michigan Wolverines. They, they have trash cans and everything, man. But let's get into some entertainment news. All right. I want to get Jeff's opinion on something with this entertainment news. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do entertainment news. We got to do it right, bro. Let me go ahead and see if I can pull this up, Oh, man. let's get that bump music up. Let me get the bump. Yeah, exactly, man. Let me look for it. There it is. You ready? Let's do it. You know, according to TMZ, actor Al Pacino is going to be cutting some big checks for child support. The dude's <laughs> 83 years old and just had a baby in June. Good Lord. His girlfriend or former f- girlfriend, I don't know what she is anymore. 20-something. Her, his baby mama. His baby mama, yeah. 29-year-old woman named Nor Alfaro. She's a hottie. She's in the entertainment industry. She's attractive. She's 29 years old, which means that they were hooking up when she was 28 and he was 82. Jeez. Transposing those numbers. Now, here's the thing, though. Here's what she's getting. Lump sum of $110,000 plus $30,000 a month in child support along with health insurance. For 18 years. Along with schooling. And if his income goes up, her income goes up. So for every new movie he's doing, she gets a bump as well. Okay. Is he even doing movies anymore? I think he comes out in uh, he, movies here and there. It's not like he has a hectic schedule like he did when he was probably in yeah. his 60s, you know, or even yeah, 50 exactly. years old. Yeah, he's getting up there, man. Now, the thing about this woman, Nor Alfara, she's in the industry. She's a producer. Um, Look at what GM97 says. Allegedly not his baby. Oh, no, no, That's man. not my baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's uh, – uh, it just kind of gives me the creeps because – he was 82, she was 28, right? But she was first 
in the public eye five years ago when she was 23 years old, and she was dating Mick Jagger, who's also in his 80s. She has a type there, Jeff. Yeah, the ones that are already loaded already. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say they're established. You know, they're established gentlemen. <laughs> It's so gross, I, dude. I, I, you know, here I am thinking that, I, like, like I already passed my. Well, I mean, I know biologically I can't have kids anytime, but I, I, you know, I don't have any kids. Uh, but I, I mean, but to be eighty three, what was it? Eighty three. Eighty three years old, having a kid. Oh no, man, jeez. We were talking about how much uh, Viagra does it take at that point, dude? Half the bottle. I mean. Man. She's she's smoking though. Got it injected directly to the source. Or something. <laughs> Put in an IV. I got it in my IV, baby. <laughs> Thirty thousand oh, dollars a month. But you know what? I mean, what is that guy worth? He's got to be worth tens of millions, oh, right? Yeah, so man. no big oh, deal. Yeah. No big deal. Chris Gonzalez saying Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Mick Jagger, all having kids in their eighties. None of them will be there for high school graduation. It's just mathematically almost impossible. Hey, yeah. man, you know who else is getting up there in age, too? The great Clint Eastwood. He's already, like, 93, bro. Yeah, still working. Well, okay, here's the thing. These old, old guys, they look old. But have you noticed all of these attractive actresses in their 50s that, like, they just don't age? Like, Halle Berry doesn't age. Salma Hayek doesn't age. Sofia Vergara doesn't age. Oh, man, that's that Botox, bro. Mm-hmm. It's working yeah, wonders, exactly baby. It it's working wonders. You know, you use that Botox, and then they, they don't have facial expressions anymore. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't move. They smile, and it's just like, <laughs> it's all weird, bro. <laughs> I saw I saw a video the other day of BB Rexa. Hey, hey, yo, girl. no slander on my girl. Your girl. Um, she she has gone over to the other side of, of uh, she went from mm -hmm. being thick to being really, really big. Yeah, it's okay, man. Thick mm -hmm. of, she's, 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 now she's thick with two C's. It's all good, man. Well, I think she's it's with three good. C's now, dude. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a little too much now. Uh, Mike, you just can't handle, handle them big girls, man. You're afraid. You're afraid you're going to die. If you die, you die. Wait, you're going to die. If you die, you die. So we're bringing back movie reviews on Monday. This weekend, I'm going to oh. be watching Bloodsport oh, for the first Lord, time. Man. Oh, no. No, Here no, we no. go. This is my first review in about six weeks. The last movie I reviewed was <laughs> that Chuck Norris movie, what was uh, it Delta called? Force. Delta Force. <laughs> and I gave it a good review. I gave it like a B plus. Hey, all right. Let me let me let me give it a heads up now. This is one of Van Damme's first films. I think this was his very first film. Okay. Do and I need to do another movie? Give me his best movie for me to do. <laughs> you want to see Time Cop? <laughs> I've never seen no, no, Time Cop. Do you, want, do, you, do you want to see the one he did with Dennis Rodman? He did one with Dennis Rodman. Yeah, no, no, bro. You know what? Lionheart was a good one. Lionheart was a good one. Never seen any of these you, movies. You, you know where he's really good at when he plays a villain in Expendables? Watch that. that yeah, but The Expendables is yeah. not a Van Damme movie. The Expendables nah, is like nah, he's nah. one of ten people that, that are out there. Yeah, the Lionheart yeah. one was a good one, though, because he starts off as a guy who's down on his luck. He's I, poor, and he, yeah. he goes to street fighting to get some money. You know, and the CD underground. The, you know, the uh, of the uh, of the early that really stands out is Universal Soldier. That Love one it. actually is really good. And um, and what was the one, um, Joe, where he was like in a wasteland? And um, oh my goodness, what was that one movie? It, was, it wasn't Time Cop, Cyborg. I think it was. Called oh Cyborg. yeah, yeah, Cyborg. Yes, yes, What's yes. the one where he was a uh, 
He went to the island just like Mortal Kombat. Remember? Oh, Street Fighter. No, 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 no. It wasn't Street Fighter. It was another one. It was from the 90s, I believe. And he's he gets transported to this island with other fighters and they're fighting, you know, and it's like a fight to the death and this and that. You remember that one, Jeff? I got, I let forgot me, what yeah, it was let, called. Let, let, let me, let me like, my damn. It sounds like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> exactly, bro. Exactly. <laughs> but it was, I think it came out right around the same time or a little bit before Mortal, Mortal Kombat came out. But either yeah. way, we'll, we'll have something for you, man. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll do it we'll on Monday. By the way, shout out uh, Mr. Bay, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mike over there at Bear County. Uh, he made me a very unique t-shirt. He got the uh, kickboxer famous scene of Jean-Claude Van Damme drunk dancing with two girls in like a, in a leotard and pants. And he put, he merged that movie that I love with my, the anime that I love, uh, Dragon Ball Z's Goku. And he put like Fidel and Bulma on the side and he has that scene recreated um, on a t-shirt for me. Uh, so I, I thought that was a pretty cool one he made me. People are saying right now on our YouTube stream that they want me to do Bloodsport. Yeah, that's the one. Maybe you should just stick with that one because that you told the people you're going to review Bloodsport. Review Bloodsport. Uh, okay. okay. Will it be? Will I, will I give it a better review than Big Trouble in Little China? You're, you're probably going to sit here for the, the whole movie. You're not going to leave midway through. Which is the other <laughs> one you couldn't watch? It was Big Trouble in Little hey, China. And yeah. what was the other movie you said you were? Oh, uh, Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. Hey, but by the way, Jimenez, you're going to be surprised to see Force Whitaker's in Bloodsport. Nice. Mm -hmm. Very very uh, cool. Very, very cool. Hey, you know what? Uh, I, I posted a photo on Twitter uh, earlier this morning. I went to go get a haircut yesterday. And I don't spend a lot of money on haircuts, man. I'm not that guy, okay? Uh, I, I spend 20 bucks or less for a haircut, right? I go to Great Clips. That's where I go. <laughs> it's literally in my neighborhood. You're not going to knockouts? I walk, out of my I walk out of my neighborhood, and it's right there on the corner. I go to Great Clips, right? They have the coupons, by the way, on Facebook and on Instagram. And it's like 10 bucks, right? Yeah. So I go get a haircut yesterday and I'm not paying attention. And this girl goes, she's, she's like finishing me off. And she, hey, she hey, calls, hey, oh, well, hey, well, she doing? You know, Epa. she's blowing me with a blow dryer. <laughs> oh my God. So she, so she, she's, she combs my hair forward and then like takes the, the front part of my hair and then turns it to the side. So my hair is moving forward, and I'm looking at her going, wait, what do you do with my hair? And she goes, this is what your hair wants to do, that you've been fighting against the grain for so long. You've been fighting combing, combing your hair back. She goes, your hair naturally goes from back to front. Like, everyone has a different pattern of what their hair does. Yours goes back to front. And I'm there thinking to myself, Mark are, you, are you giving me this? No, I wasn't thinking of the uh, cut because I would never do that, okay? It's almost there. That is child – that is child uh, – uh, what's it called? Uh, abuse. If you give your kid, it's a almost cut, there, cut. bro. They would have just lined that up. So I'm like, did you just give me the gladiator? <laughs> what, what was that called? The the Caesar cut. Oh, the, yeah, Caesar. the Caesar cut. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm rocking the Caesar cut today. It looks good on you. It's not that bad. Hey man, 46 years old. Comb over here, and I got all my hair, baby. Got <laughs> all my hair. There's, there's no there's no bald spot. Nothing, baby. No no no. I like doing when I get a haircut. And they give the mirror to you know check out their work. Is yeah. I tell them, can you put it to the back so I can see if there's any uh, deficit going on or something starting back there. <laughs> I always have to look, and then they always have to calm me down because I have, I have two big major colics, 
like I have one in the front of my head and the one in the back of my head. Do you and, get your hair uh, colored, Jeff? Take out some of that gray. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, myself, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I do. I do. I have to use it because if I just let it go, then my hair will literally turn all silver. Silver? It'll, it'll be, be like, silver. was it like Vegeta? Like, was it a Ultra Instinct? Uh, yeah, it'll be basically Ultra Instinct Goku. There you go. But if I don't, if I don't want to like, use some sort of just not not complete like coloring, you know, like get your hair dyed. Yeah, but yeah, like no. there's like that there's like that sun shampoo you can buy that touch just gray it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. a touch, it takes it away. But I during the pandemic when nobody was getting haircuts, I, I let it go. And my hair was completely white. Whoa. Damn. Talk yeah. about silver and black. You were just the silver back then. I was just silver, man. <laughs> you know, when I when, when I let my hair, well, my hair, if it gets long after about, I, I get a haircut every 12 days, 12 to 14 days. Okay. If I go day 16, my hair gets really curly and I can't stand it. <laughs> I can't stand it. it well, what kind weird. of curls are we talking about? I mean, like the Superman curl in the front. Oh, my God. It is Clark Kent. It is so bad. So I have to get a haircut pretty frequently, but I have very little gray. I've got like, I can count the number of gray hair I have on my, on my hair in like two hands. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But what's weird about it though, is that if I was to grow out any facial hair, you have the gray beard. Yeah. I have a gray beard, but I have nothing but black on top. That's, that's odd, bro. Yeah. It did be reversed. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say 50% of my scruff is silver. And like 99% of my hair on the top is black. I've been accused of using just for men, uh, but uh, never have. No, I have to use it, man. It, or, or if I let it go and then you don't see me for about a month, you manage, or Joe, and you'll be like, man, how much did you age? I, I mean, like, oh, oh, come on. Jeff, yeah. will come up, Jeff would come up to me in the, in, in, the, uh, in the street somewhere and I'd be like, I have no money. I have no cash. <laughs> I had to get my hair did, no, bro. You'll be probably asking me to use my senior citizen discount. It'll be pretty bad. Hey, do I get that AARP discount? <laughs> hey, well, maybe I might. Maybe I might do it now just to get that little extra buck savings. Oh, oh, Lord, that's man. so sad. That's so sad. Hey, uh, so Jeff, I, I apologize for saying that you like to go to 1990. You don't live there. You go there every once in a while, typically when it's with me. So uh, I won't give up any of the other hiding spots that we go to. Yes, don't do that. Yeah, that's, 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 that's our that's our safe zone. That's the safe zone. Exactly. You got to have some place you can just dive into without anybody knowing, dude. Nah. Oh yeah, for sure. Hey, Jimenez, you tell me though, people recognize you once in a while on the streets, right? Uh this is gonna sound full of myself here, but I probably get recognized three days a week. No, you don't. Three days a week. There was there was a stretch last week where I was recognized six days in a row. Look at so you, it's man. weird because you know I go to H E B or or I, I was uh I went to the Spurs game and I was recognized like five times yeah. over there. <laughs> I go to UTSA games, I get recognized all the time. But dude, I got recognized four times at a UT football game in Austin. Oh yeah. That wasn't even San Antonio, it was and, in Austin. And they were coming at wow. you for the UTSA slander. Yeah. <laughs> uh I get recognized at H E B all the time, uh Walgreens, uh various bars. So adult video megaplex. Well, only no, the one on o- only the one on thirty five. <laughs> only the one on thirty five, not the one on two eighty one. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time, bro. <laughs> hey, I'm here for my the usual. Place, the, the one place you don't get recognized is when you come with me to the gym. <laughs> oh god well it's I put, it, it's I, I i i tortured him minutes the first time he was yeah dude i okay first of all i like getting sore the next day from a workout that soreness should not have been there for eight days in a row and that Jeez. is not an exaggeration it was painful to the point where i went to referee practice and you have to oh, bl- blow your whistle and put your hand up in the air yeah 
I had a hard time getting my hand all the way up. You almost took yourself out of the game for growing tightness. <laughs> well, you know, but kudos to Jimenez. He stuck in there. He stuck in it to the bitter end. Uh, and towards, I, I knew he was gassed already because the, the gym that we, well, I go to uh, has an outdoor gym. And in the, in the outdoor gym section, there's like these really kind of, you really got to know form and know your technique. And Jimenez wanted to do it, but he was cool. It was cool because he was like, you know what? I'm going to be humble enough. You know, just give me just a two, 10 plates until I get this right. So Jimenez dove in, man, head first. And uh, my my arms were buckling the entire time. It was like <laughs> this shaking yeah. going on. The bar alone is 50 pounds, bro. But I will say this, though. That gym, some talent there, Joe. There was some talent there. You're trying to help them out? You're going to spot the girls? <laughs> you no. need some help there? No, these, these, these girls could outlift me, but uh, they, were, they were very talented. Oh, I bet, man. They, I, they, seem, they seem nice. <laughs> you should have brought them an energy drink. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to hold it. I wouldn't be able to hold it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jimenez, Jimenez, Jimenez was destroyed, man. He and... couldn't because your arms are jelly. Yeah, and, and I told him, I said, like, man, are you sure you want to? And, it, and it's not like a little poofy gym, you know, you can find on the north side or downtown, man. This is, It's a serious gym. Yeah, it's it's funny because that, that's the interesting thing about you, Jeff, is that uh, you are money bags when it comes to drinking, right? You like going to nice places. Mm-hmm. You know, you you yep. want to get a good cocktail. Yep. When it comes to working out, though, I mean, you'll you'll be a grunt, man. You'll go out there and you'll do – you know, Rocky Balboa type stuff, man. You'll go oh, out yeah. there and, and well, hit the, the streets. That's the best way to describe it. That's the best way to describe it. It's a very Clubber Lang style. Yes. Very Clubber yeah. Lang type of gym. Yeah, we so need to that's, that's, start that's wrapping this up. That's my sanctuary. All right, man. Hey, well, that is Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs, Ken's 5. Don't forget to follow him. Did we give MCS some love? Oh, yeah. We're going to go ahead and do that right now. I'm going to go ahead and play the their ad read right now. But, Jeff, we appreciate you, man. Have a good one. Yes, sir. Later. Later on, Jeff. MCS General Contracting, more than 30 years of combined experience in concrete placement. They are the best in the business, honest pricing, high quality work. They get going on house foundations, driveways, concrete patio decks. If you want to extend the deck, extend the driveway. If you're a business and you need to put together a slab, a parking lot, or other concrete placement services or sidewalks, reach out to MCS General Contracting at 210-774-9155. They're confident in their skills, so give Chris Leha over at MCS General Contracting a call at 210-774-9155. And thank you for being a sponsor of this show. I want to thank everybody for listening today. And uh, before we go, uh, someone just responded, Coach MacGyver on Twitter, saying that my haircut is the Jorge Clooney, not the George Clooney. <laughs> the Jorge. I like that. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, we got to take off. Everyone have a, a safe weekend. Have a fun weekend out there. I'll try not to get recognized, you know, when I'm out and about, you know. Well, hey, remember I'll, Sunday, I'll we do to. have that Spurs game to go Sunday, to at 2.30, the Raptors. Sunday, 2.30, Spurs, Raptors at the Frost Bank Center. 3.25, you have Cowboys taking on the Philadelphia Eagles from Lincoln Financial. Huge game. UTSA on the road tomorrow, 2 p.m. kickoff against North Texas. And UT at 11 a.m against k-state yeah lots of sports this weekend lots that we'll cover on monday oh and they got the parade today i believe uh one of my boys was oh, just the rangers me. the rangers parade that's what a winner does very they very celebrate nice. not like very the Astros. Very nice <laughs>
Everyone have a safe time out there. Fun time this weekend. Go Spurs. Let's let's come back four and two, baby. And uh, Cowboys, let's make it happen, baby. Go Cowboys, man. Let's make it happen. Go Cowboys. Talk to you guys soon, man. You'll have a safe weekend. Laters. Thank you.